You want to see my balloon knot? <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. If you're joining us live on the stream, hello YouTubes. You are joining all four of us, the awesome foursome. We're not in the fuck bunker because, of course, lockdown restrictions, I mean, they're still there, sort of, but we're not taking any damn chances and neither should you. I mean, do what you like. It's absolutely fine. It's a free country. If you want to do that sort of thing, get on with it. Anyway, I'll introduce the awesome foursome. We are, of course, the TMT OOH team. In one of the corners, you'll see Russ. Hello, Russ. Hello. In one of the corners, you'll see Duncan. Hello, Duncan. Hello, Tom. And in one of the other corners, the final one, you'll see Dan. Hello, Dan. You had me at hello and welcome to the Too Much Time in the Hands podcast. <laughs> the, the Too Much Time Up Our Faces podcast is proud to be bringing you the fourth instalment of the much vaunted uh, series of films, the Redly Deadly uh, <laughs> Saga I think is probably the best mm. way to describe this. And that's where basically... It's a trilogy we, of four films. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the ever-expanding trilogy. It's basically like Star Wars. Uh, we're sort of expanding with Star Wars stories. But we've done... Uh, what was the first one? The first one was Redly yeah, we, Deadly we like 2. We need a previously on, don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We so did the first news. one was Redly Deadly 2. Oh, yeah. Um, which was... Uh, <laughs> don't ask about the first one. Yeah. Which was the first uh, Redly Deadly we did, which was where we put together a crack 90s action team in the same ilk as The Expendables, if you like. Um, in the second instalment of Redly Deadly, we did Redly Deadly, the original. Which we was asked about the first 80s, one. Which was, we, yeah, which was an 80s action film, mm. uh, basically in sort of the same similar vein. Then we did a third instalment of Redly Deadly, which was... Games, <laughs> was video it? games. <laughs> 90s basically video, video games. Ga- 90s yeah. video games. Yeah, yeah. And... And today, we are going to be doing the fourth instalment of the Redly Deadly saga, Redly Deadly Deeply, and we're going to be putting together the ultimate 90s rom-com ensemble cast with all your favourite characters and maybe a few that people have forgotten. I mean, I remember that at one point we had in one of the previous Redly Deadlies, the blind guy from Sneakers was in it, <laughs> even very passing. But yeah, that's basically the gist of it. So um, He might make it to this one. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, it depends whether you class Sneakers as a rom-com. No. With no. More on that in a bit. So that's the point. No. So we do have to lay down some ground rules. Mm. So... With no further ado, I'll hand you down or up or to the right or to the left or down and diagonal, whichever way you can see us on the screen. Pretty much none of the ones you mentioned. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to hand it over to Dan, who's going to lay down way, some of these ground rules. I'm going to hand it to Dan. Uh, no. Yeah. And <laughs> no, nearly. No, the no, other one. Other way. That's it. Yay! There he's that way. <laughs> so we're actually down that way. So, so I groom up, Dan grooms down to me, <laughs> yeah. and we sort of meet in the middle. Nice. Okay. So I'm going to hand over to Dan. He's going to hand over uh, some ground rules. Okay. So, yeah, they've got to be from 90s rom-coms. Um, the, the characters have to be uh, – They can. we can have as many different actors as possible, but obviously different characters, but specifically rom-coms and the 90s. So anything that just doesn't fit, something like Bridget Jones, for example, won't make the list. Uh, we've come up with a little intro, and from there we're going to hope, and to, hope, and hope to blossom into – what will be readily, deadly, deeply. But other than that, there's not many ground rules in this one. Before we had Neo's a no-no. It's like people no, it's without... No-no. Neo's a no-no. No one with special powers, but that doesn't really apply to rom-coms. It's just going to be a romantic comedy. 
also yeah. it can't be films that have a romantic element they have to specifically mm. be a rom-com so it can't yeah, be something there's, there's gonna be a lot of haranguing people with that's not a rom-com in this which mm. i'm personally going to enjoy a lot <laughs> yeah um first thing that i realized was for someone that that thought they'd watched a lot of 90s rom-coms i've not watched that many like i was going down a list of 90s rom-coms going nope 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 so were you, were you getting into like the lifetime tv movies probably yeah region? to be fair mm-hmm. i've watched the good ones well the ones that i think were good that's the important thing but I'd say, uh, that's fine yeah. personal choice it's that's what it's all about damn Kind of, kind of hoping you guys carry me on this one. So, gonna have, I looked up like. Oh, see, I didn't realise we were just doing. A, we had to include the characters because, you know, I just kind of considered actors from rom coms. You've done this before, right? Yeah, but I forgot. <laughs> I forgot we were meant to focus on the characters. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's specifically the characters rather than actors. Cool. Right, ch- does, I... does it does it matter if we um does it matter if at points we basically just go you know the character that such and such plays no yeah, remember the name okay good fine well let's face it does it matter if we bumble through this <laughs> in a half-assed unprofessional manner the one person we've mentioned before. so far is the blind guy from sneakers <laughs> which should tell you everything <laughs> just answer that question just that isn't that how he's what he is credited as <laughs> I've, i mean i've been really excited yes, about Russ, tonight. that's right or wherever you are hello russ and in honor of tonight i am drinking out-of-date beer yes in honor of tom Nice. So it'll, it it's all right. It'll come squirting out of you at a high velocity. <laughs> it's like so. two weeks out of date, so it's it's not quite from the nineties. And I wish you and your toilet all the luck in the world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at my parents' house there probably is still beer that is from the nineties. There, I would not be surprised. That was a lovely okay. thought. Yeah. There you go. Shall, shall mm. I shall I read out the rough idea we had for an intro for this yes. film? Yeah. So we've, we've got like the synopsis. So if if we were if we were at like Miramax pitching this, this is what we'd say. Yeah, they'd be so excited. Yeah, they'd be really chuffed by this. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it's you guys have worked everything out. It's so, ultimate rom com. So uh, we had Phil is a weatherman that's a uh, bit down on his luck, right? And he's out on his job, on his job, uh, and he's staying in a hotel. He hires a prostitute, which turns out to be Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman. Uh, she wakes up, leaves the next morning, uh, saying that she's got to go to a, a wedding. Uh, he gets up, he gets on a train, and then he, he's trying to find the wedding that she's at because he's realised he's madly in love with her. Um, so that happens, he goes to the wrong wedding that one day, he wakes up the next morning, and he has another chance to do that, the same thing. Mm-hmm. And he's got to find the right wedding. And whilst he's but- doing that, put couples together from other rom-coms. And in... In one timeline, he makes the train, and in another timeline, he doesn't make the train, mm. and that repeats. So there's eight different <laughs> endings. Yeah, eight we're going ten. fractal with this. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Because it repeats. Mm. Okay, so wh- where do we want to go from there then? So Phil, the weatherman, is obviously Bill Murray from Groundhog Day. But so is, is Phil, the weatherman, an existing character from the Redly Deadly saga? Is he the one that jumped on the asteroid to save the world from the global warmings? No, he's. Do we need? <laughs> yes, do we? Because there was multiple. There's got to be continuity. Okay, so we need someone from the original <laughs> Red Deadly Two. Was yeah. 
Denzel Washington in any of them because he his cat he's got a character in Much Ado, and he could be. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Like Much Ado it's, About Nothing is not probably not going to make my top rom coms of the nineties. It's like sorry it's like, Shakespeare, you prick. It's like uh, it's like you haven't listened to all the previous Redly Deadlies <laughs> in preparation for today's episode. <laughs> Who would have imagined? <laughs> sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm um, sorry, we've got some phone buzz. So I don't know where that's coming from. Me, sorry. Uh, it's yeah, coming uh, from the asteroids. Yeah, there you go. Um, Global warming. <laughs> so, is there anyone that, that crossed over? Is there any characters from films? I suppose the only one you could have is uh, Armageddon's got some like um, rom com. Qualities, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh did we, did we pick Ro- Did we pick Rockhound though from Armageddon? Thinking about it. Yes, he is in Redly Deadly too. Yeah, he's the only one we picked, right? So yeah. maybe maybe that's a bad choice then. Um, I'll. Um, is who, Bruce who, Willis in any nineties rom coms? No, Moonlighting was the last time we did like a rom com, wasn't it? I'm glad we're also prepared. He's not for really. This. <laughs> He's not really the sort of the go-to. That's that's not a physique that I want to see in rom-com situations. But Gerard Butler's in so many of them. <laughs> yeah, but that is a physique that I wouldn't mind seeing. In oh, really? Sort of... You yeah. like Gerard Butler? Cool. Good Let's to know. Like Gerard Butler. Cool. Um, okay, so we're not getting anywhere so far. Like, hey, do, right, does it... so oh, there's a shock. Do, do we do we not think that Phil the Weatherman? The film should start with Phil the Weatherman commentating oh, his, that's his full name of course phil the weatherman philip yeah. t weatherman philip t weatherman yeah um uh, commentating on the on stopping the of the events. climate warmings exactly yeah stopping of the global warmings yes that's how it should link in and so the global he... warmings were stopped but unfortunately a tiny fragment of asteroid did make it through the atmosphere and yeah. take out that groundhog no the grab okay fine if... punks are tony phil mm. is still alive yeah so like He's fine. I think, um, yeah, I I think it's got to be like that he's commentating on the events of the heroic people going up and saving us from global warming on the asteroid. And then, then like, so it it kind of automatically leads on from that film and then he leaves the studio. That could be the the weird sort of cosmological event that triggers this time vortex. Yes. This is getting needlessly convoluted. Yeah, okay. I mean, this is a rom-com, right? Like, this, 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 this it's not a sci-fi film. Okay, so, like, so how about this? How about this? Okay, so the global warming has all, has all happened. It's all been, it's all been tidied yeah. up. He's reporting on it, like, yep. a, couple of, a couple of days after. Yes. Yeah. Right? A couple of days after. Yep. The woman, played by Andy McDowell, whose name mm-hmm. I can't remember in that film, has by this point realised he's a bit of a dick. So she's called Janet she's T. Him. News Presenter. Yeah. Okay, Janet T. News Presenter has left him already because Andy <clears> McDowell <throat> and 90s uh, rom-coms pretty much go hand in hand. Mm. Um, so he's reporting on the fact that global warming have all been tidied up. Yeah. Um, and all been tidied next, up and put away. All been tidied up, put, put, put back where they were and returned to Area 51 from where they escaped. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's, so what's he doing now? He's chasing after. Well, he's a bit down. So, yeah, like, I think he hires a prostitute. Yeah. Who turns out to be Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman. Okay, now we're cooking with gasoline. Yeah, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I think um, what Someone happens now? 
what happens now then is that they spend the night together. Yeah. He falls in love with Julia Roberts, Textbook. pretty woman. And Textbook. when he wakes up, she's gone. Okay, so... But she's left a note. No, or, no, but they had a conversation the night before saying that she's got to get up early because she's got to go to a friend's wedding. And she left a note confirming the, that. No, no, she, there's no need the for note, a note. The note just yeah. says, remember what I said last night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ari last night's conversation. <laughs> I'm going to a wedding. Um... Yeah, sure. Yeah, that that will work. One second, being distracted. Um, yeah, I think. Um, does it need to have a note? He needs to know where these weddings are, doesn't he? Hmm. He um, he. She left a wedding invitation, and he grabs it and runs Leaves out. The, the wedding street. invitation. And then he there bumps we go. into someone else who happens to be working at a wedding invitation printing shop. Yeah, and, and they, they drop a note. A whole bunch of wedding invitations in the air, and he doesn't know which one it is. So he's got and like six wedding invitations in his four, house. No, no, no. To to all of four wedding invitations, right? Four weddings. Four. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I can't pick six people either. <laughs> and when he's picking up those four, he finds a note. Okay? And on the note... <laughs> Why are you so obsessed with the note? <laughs> note. Oh, no, I'm just trying to think more about... Mysterious. Isn't, there a film, isn't there a film called The Notebook? Yeah, that's the 2000s. Yeah, it's 2000s. Trust Was me, it? if we were going to the 2000s, meets... Goal Next Door would just be this film. Didn't Shakespeare and Love have a note in it? Probably, but why? I feel like we're why focusing on the wrong thing. Yes. Let him have a note. Yes, there's a note. There's a note in it. Amongst all note. the wedding wedding invitations, there is a note as well. Yes. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we've finally all seen sense and realised that. So we've got four go to. Um, are they all at the same time? They can be. Yes. Aren't they? So it's the same yeah. day. So okay. he has to no, pick he, one to go to. He doesn't have four weddings to go to. He he knows she's going to a wedding but he doesn't know which wedding it is. Yeah. So he takes a guest and he chooses which one. Yeah. And, uh, th- and that's the point. There's only four weddings in the sort of geographical yeah. area that she would be able to have gotten to had she left at the right time, knowing yeah. that yeah. most weddings usually start sort of either late morning or early afternoon. Mm. So he knows it's got to be one of those four weddings because every 90s rom-com needs a kind of MacGuffin sort of like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, they're just, it's one of them. Yeah. So And then he finds a note. And then, <laughs> Um, so he then do, do it three or four more times it'll start being funny he then um, hops on a train goes to a wedding and then the first day it turns out he goes to the wrong wedding but mm-hmm. we'll come back to this because he'll there'll be a couple that he has to get back together or do something with at some point as well yeah and he always meet, has to save yeah. or stop the it's wedding it's like it's like let's add some more 90s into it there's a hint of quantum leap in here as well um, so then he he goes home despondent upset that he's he didn't find her and then goes to sleep wakes up it's the same morning again and he's got to, he does the same thing sees the same note sees the same note yes <laughs> the same note yeah. i love it he's trying to keep tom's attention here note yeah 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 and um and that, then, that'll be how he knows there's something weird going on because he tore up that note and threw it away and then yes. when he wakes up it's on the bedside table again yes yeah. Um, and I think there'll be days when he doesn't even make it to the wedding. Like something meets, conspires. Like he meets um, Freddie Prince Jr.'s character from She's All That. And they have to go off on... Uh, he has to help him. Uh, what? What's all that? She's all that. The print... The, the makeover. Is the makeover. Mm, yeah. And so he has I mean, to the, help him. The technical term makeover. is She's All Thatting. 
Yeah. She's all that. So him. He yeah. needs Freddie. He needs Freddie Prince Jr. to she's all that him. Which yeah. is basically what I've done to, to in, win in the girl. But he. To... Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. I forgot. <laughs> Don't speak when you're. Don't speak when I'm speaking. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's basically what I've done. So like, she's all batting is basically doing this. Like, okay, oh my so god, Tom, you're just so plain all of a sudden. You're not so plain and bookish. Oh. But but wait. Oh man, I would. <sighs> oh my god. Just now surrounded by hotties, Russ. Your long hair has been <laughs> cascaded down your shoulders. Russ, yeah. can you not see how hot these guys are? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at some point, no, I think he'll have to like. You could even like <laughs> be like a throwaway thing, where like he, where where Bill Murray sees um, Rachel Lee Cook. I don't remember any of the actual characters' names in these, and it's like, oh come on, man, she's she's gorgeous. Anyway, like I look past she's that. She's called Laney. Laney. Yeah, she's called Laney Boggs. What? No, she isn't. That's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, she's called Laney Boggs. Oh, I've got on. the I. I have got. Look, I love it. I am. Did her name get hotter as well? <laughs> she is called Laney Boggs. Zach Siller. What? Uh, Zach Siler, sorry, is what's his name? Yeah. Duncan, just as a quick sort of cautionary FYI, we can see quite clearly in your glasses what you're looking at on the internet. So just, you know, <laughs> if you feel your attention's wandering, just bear that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the reasons I've taken my glasses off, because it's quite it's quite obvious if I put them on. Can you see the reflection of all the, like, movies from the 90s that are glasses rom-coms? <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I could just throw them in, like, oh, well, of course, you know, like, because so he's, yeah, he's going to get Sheezel battered at some point, but maybe yeah. that's when mm. he's on his like upward arc yeah. after hitting the lowest point. Mm. He, he needs to get himself put back together to to go to the final wedding. So, like all films are made, let's do this chronologically, shall we? Um, <laughs> so, um, so first day he wakes up, uh, she's not there. He's like, I must go get her. I must win her over. I've got to go to a wedding, but which wedding? There are, uh, like, he he calls like one of his reporter oh. friends, who is, by the way, the reporter from Independence Day. Still, yes. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, like oh, it's Jeff, not oh not god, a rom com, but there's always room for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, are you sure it's not a rom com? <laughs> yeah, Independence Day is a romantic comedy about a bomb <laughs> and aliens. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh <laughs> Jeff Goldman, he does sort of like get back together with his wife, but not really explicitly, doesn't oh, he? Oh, come on. Like, if we let that through the door as a rom com, Russ, the door is wide open. Yeah, and but Will Smith, Will Smith, uh, we've, we've said it can't be, it can't be like mm. a, an awesome film with romantic undertones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So and we can't. If it, have... doesn't, if it doesn't feature a note either. <laughs> Can't have that. So. I like the you're focusing on a notebook because note. it's got a whole book full of notes. Yeah, I was about to say, hey, maybe not from this decade. Maybe it's readily, deadly, deeply. She's all notes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, She's sorry, I'm derailing us. Noted. She's all never been noted. Right, duly so, noted. Sorry. He wakes up um, and he hasn't got a suit for starters. So he just literally is hopping on a train in like joggers and like uh, uh, an old T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, he hops on the train. Because he wasn't planning on wearing a suit when he presented his mm. weatherman suit. Show. Yeah. Well, no, he, but it, it, movie logic. Okay, he spilt something down the suit. Like the night before, yes. like yes, um, 
they had ice cream or something, and mm-hmm. he spilled ice cream down his suit. Right? That yeah. work? No, okay, you cool. just need something looking out for potential okay, plot holes. So we as he don't, hops we don't on the train, those videos on YouTube of people pulling apart this otherwise impeccable, flawless plot. <laughs> as he hops on the train, in the first instance, he gets talking to Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're talking about what they're going to do for the day. Um, and then eventually he makes it to the wedding. Yeah, we do well, wants, a wedding. Do, so he wants, he's yeah. like randomly picked one of his yeah. invitations. He's just gone, oh, fuck it, I'll go to that one. Okay. How can we fit this in? Because at some point we've got to fit the wedding singer in there. Well, the wedding singer can be at any of these weddings. But he's from the yeah, 80s, I mean, Russ. But feasibly... But and, the yeah, film but is from the 90s. The film is from the 90s. But he's just, he's just a fairly outdated wedding mm. singer by this point okay Billy Idol no Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler from the wedding singer, uh, yeah. wedding singer. Yeah. Yeah. again we don't know his Sandler. name did I say Adam Sandler? Sandler I think this movie needs more Adam Sandler yeah he's trying to go up market yeah. what, what do you what do you call his name Sandler Sandler like sand Sandler Sandler, Sandler. Sandler. you call him Adam Sandler Sandler Adam Sandler Adam Sandler Sandler Sandler, Sandler. 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 Wow, this Sandler. this is going to keep the viewers, isn't it? Like, yeah. uh, just uh, Emma's now looking at me and you, Dan, like going, "What the actual are you saying?" It's Sandler. Oh, I Where bet is she the says, oh, oh, but "Duncan." She probably says "bath, bath and grass" as well, though, right? Yeah, she does say. Bath there and you grass, go. Then yeah. look, I've lost the argument, Dan. You will lose the argument. We're not. Oh, okay, this. I tell you what, we're not going to do. Have that argument on the podcast. <laughs> so, like, just. <laughs> just keep going it's, okay Adam Sandler Adam Wedding Singer yeah Adam Wedding Singer there you go that'll do <laughs> Adam Wedding so they he turns up at the first wedding and it is an 80s themed wedding <gasps> there you go with the Wedding Singer the, yeah performing Billy at Idol. it yeah and um it's and got Billy Idol is a, is a guest that they rented yeah and he's talking it, it, it's just there's a, there's a scene where he's just talking and he's going, I don't know, and I just met the love of my life and I just let her walk out the door and now I don't know what wedding she's at. And then, like, you see who he's talking to and it's Billy Idol. Yeah, Billy Idol's going to give him some advice. Yeah, he doesn't this. know it's Billy Idol, though. Yeah. He, like, does a little double take on the way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, so like, who's, who is getting married at this 80s-themed wedding that <clears> is in the 90s? Is this a way we can include a rom-com from the 80s? Or no, is that cheating? It's got to be nineties rom com. So that who, is against who, the law. So who would want an eighties themed wedding? Uh, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. From something about Mary. Yeah, that could yeah. be. Yes, cool. because of course him and Mary mm. met in, at high in the eighties mm. at high school, and maybe he wants they wanted to recapture that sort of almost lost love kind yeah. of thing before it's he zipped his eighties high up. school themed wedding. Yes. There you go. Um, yeah, this thing just writes yeah. itself. Yeah. He's had his scrotum repaired. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. Ted. Yeah. Ted. His name was Ted, wasn't it? Yeah. Ted. Yes. Yes. It was... No. Ted or... <laughs> T. It was Ted. It was Ted. <laughs> Ted. Ted. Okay. Uh, I can't believe you're getting so angry about people correctly pronouncing someone's name. <laughs> <sighs> It's like literally seething. I can't believe they're pronouncing Adam Sandler's name no, absolutely he, correctly. 
Got to admire Dan's integrity. He picks an issue, he picks a side, <laughs> and he sticks with it. Fucking notes. We were talking about notes for five fucking minutes, okay? So, like, come on. It's comedy gold. If, any, if anything, our streamership, stream viewership has gone up since the notes because were you mentioned involved. notes a lot. Yeah. yeah. They were like, at least someone around here is trying to get some structure and plot <laughs> development in here. At least, you know. So, um, so... Philip T. Weatherman has rocked up at the first uh, the wedding, and he's he doesn't know that he has the opportunity to go to other weddings at this point, does he? So he's devastated. Yeah, yeah like yeah, so yeah. Billy Idol doesn't just give him some advice. He's like the <gasps> mystical kind of yes. twinkle in the yes. eye. Yes. Ah, oh, well, let's see about that, shall we? And he causes not the asteroids. Billy Idol did it. I've got to say, this is so nineties rom com having some random celebrity. Yeah. in it just to be like the sort of you know it's almost like you expect it like in a high school movie isn't it the janitor is always played by someone like some famous actor who turns so, around and kind of gives the wise advice so billy idol mm-hmm. did a song called cyberpunk okay and the rpg of re- cyberpunk was a 90s thing yeah okay are you not are you gonna just gloss over the fact that he also did a song called white wedding no 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 no. just hear me yeah, out are you, are you trying just... to explain how Billy Idol has mastery over time and space. Yeah, and also how we can also get in Johnny Silver. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Do you know why? Do you know why? Because Neo is a no-no. Neo is a no-no. Neo is a no-no throughout the whole franchise. But Keanu Reeves is in a um, Ujima flip. Rom-com. Rom-com. Yeah, but he's he's not going to be, we're not going to be allowed to mention him in this because Neo is a no-no. Neo is a (laughs) no-no. Which, uh, which rom-com is Keanu Reeves in? Oh, hang on, I've got the Matrix. Up. <laughs> I mean, that is a love story. Yeah. Jim Brown's um, focus, Dracula. Speed. Is it? Oh, no. Uh, so many hot men in Much, uh, much Ado About Nothing. Keanu, Keanu Reeves must be in some rom-coms. He's definitely in some rom-coms. He is. He's definitely in one. I can't remember what it's called, though. So much it must have been really good. Nothing. Um, I get the feeling that... Right, that... come on, we're, we're getting it. This, this thing is coming together. So he's turned up at so the first wedding. One yeah, wedding. It's an first... 80s high school reunion yes. wedding with Ben, St- Ted, Ted ben Stiller and, and something about Mary. Cameron Diaz, yeah. Yes. The wedding singer from The Wedding Singer is performing and Philip T. Weatherman yeah. just slumps down at the back, despondent, because yeah. he thought this was his only chance. Yeah of finding his hooker with the heart of gold that he's fallen desperately in love with in to the, the tune of, of do you really want to hurt me by yes. uh, culture club yeah yeah being like sung the third time that yeah. that's being by sung. carol decker yes. there we go <laughs> being sung being sung by the adam sandler wedding as carol singers. decker <laughs> i am already yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as the guy from yeah and also so um, he slumps down at the back yeah. he's got a double whiskey he's looking mm. miserable somebody you don't see their face Comes in next to him at the bar and asks him what's going on. Yes, it's a silver hand, and it's, bi- <laughs> it's, and it's Billy, Billy Idol, and it's Billy Idol. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, and and then eventually Steve Buscemi's character kind of butts in between the two of them to talk because <laughs> I want to include Steve Buscemi in this because yeah. he's wearing we- his his costume as Rockhound from Oliver, <laughs> but nobody <laughs> talks about it. <laughs> oh, okay, well, maybe maybe this is the allowable cameo from a previous Redly Deadly film. Okay. Yeah. This, this yeah. is only set a couple of days after it, isn't it? Yeah. So Billy Idol basically sort of just tells us something, you know, you never know, you know, tomorrow's another day, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And as Philip T. Weatherman turns and sort of slumps away, Billy Idol just does a little twist of his hand in the air and there's a sort of twinkling noise 
and Philip T. Weatherman sort of like, looks like he's something's happened, but he doesn't quite know quite know what. Mm. He goes back to the bed and breakfast. And no, but you wanted sleep. Steve Buscemi up there. He can come in going, well, isn't today a nice day for a white wedding? Yeah. Or, I think there's a certain or, thing as making cameos a little bit too on the nose and having him literally pop up and going, guys, it's me. It's me. It's or, or, or staying in character as Steve Buscemi's kind of rock hound persona. Maybe he could make some kind of drunken joke referencing a 90s action, uh, a 90s rom-com title and say something like, you know, I don't know, this is what gives the Billy Idol character the idea to sort of allow him to travel to these other weddings. So something like, hey, are you really sure that this is as good as it gets? <laughs> Ding! Ding, and then he does the magic or... funny, funny hand thing. Yeah, Ooh. maybe Billy Idol's in, in, in ev- on every day, like at the end of yes. every day. Yes. Yeah. So like... Um, Billy Idol is God taken, in this, is what we're saying. We've taken a minor character from one movie... <laughs> Uh, set in the 80s, um, yeah. and now he's in in, in every day. So yeah. basically, Billy Idol is mm. Morgan Freeman in this. Yeah. yeah. You know, narrating everything, telling us kind of how it goes. Mm. So, yeah. so Philip T. Weatherman yeah. has gone back to his bed and breakfast, yeah. gone to sleep, utterly miserable. Yeah. Wakes up the next day, still feeling miserable. But what does he find on his bedside table? A wedding invite. No, yeah. the note, you utter <laughs> dingbat. <laughs> Okay, let's rewind. Let's do that again. Russ, you say, you say, and what does he um, find on his what bedside? What does he find table? on his bedside table? The note. The oh, note. the note. Nice Which one, he doesn't Tom. quite well twig. He just sort of looks at it in like a. I thought, I thought I got rid of that way, and then quite definitely this time, rips it up, drops it in the waste paper basket, mm. grabs the four wedding invitations exactly as he did before, and runs out. And no, grabs the wedding invitation, runs outside bumps into the person who works at the wedding invitation printers. They all go up in the air exactly the same as before. And he picks them up. How did he <laughs> pick which up. wedding he's going to go to? Well, what we've got to do, because this is the 90s rom-com, it's got mm. to go in the same kind of way that not, uh, that um, uh, Groundhog Day went again. So he goes back to the same wedding. He No, no. He, he, needs, he needs a friend to talk to in a cafe. He needs like a confidant to go, I don't know, I just yeah. met this person. And then that person's going to go, well, like come up with a reason why they'd, they'd go, he'd go to that wedding. He needs like a best buddy. And I've help. got just the candidates. Go on then. Oh my God, Philip T. Weatherman. What do you want my plans? So he meets... He meets the guy with the scary voice. From it can't Nintendo be him. It can't, there's hundreds hundreds um, of rom com characters. Yeah. Give me a sec. What about uh I'm just saying he's a good option. <laughs> uh, he's who he ends up with. Paul Walker. Paul Walker, whose character in She's All That is Dean Sampson, who is Zack Sider's best friend who tell gives him the challenge. I'm just of... gonna say that if if he's just hanging out with his best mate who was also in high school I mean, this is oh, Bill Murray. He was still like in his 30s or 40s in the 90s. So I was it's actually a looking at... Nancy. I was looking at... Uh, <laughs> no, he's not because Tum- Tumblr wasn't there then. Um, <laughs> what about if it's the Nutty Professor? <laughs> it's not a rom-com. How about it's... Um, it is. How about... No, it's not. No, it's not. I don't know. Um, I mean, I was just looking at uh, Ever After. Okay, I think that's, uh, counts as a romantic comedy. Any, any John Cusack? 
like yeah. whether it's gross yeah. point blank or uh, high fidelity. I, do yeah. you know, I've got to say, I do consider mm. gross point blank to be a rom com. It's definitely it a, is a rom com. Yeah. Definitely. Um, um, yeah. yeah. So he meets a John Cusack. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe a few of them. Yeah, the different well, John Cusack every well, day. Yeah. Just a few, a few John Cusacks sitting around Cusack the table. Cusack or Arquette. Uh, they've got to do something sort of semi-random to choose which so like they they put the the four wedding invitations on the table in a circle and they put uh like a salt cellar down and spin it and whichever one points out he goes to and it lands on a different one every day yes and then and like you can you can just hear the faint echo of billy idol interfering interfering with fate as it goes into the uh, and he's but he's singing like a really sort of stripped down version of white wedding you know it's just a really kind of melodic kind of it's and a nice day to start again. <laughs> so his best mate's Alan the, Partridge. Come on. And then on the way to one, on the way to one, the way to one, he either on. So bear with me. He either makes the train or the day. Oh, it's always train so scary doors. when Duncan says, "Bear with me." Uh, he make either makes the train and goes to the wedding that he's intending to, or the train doors shut and he ends up at a completely different wedding. Or even not a wedding. Like at some point, I was thinking he could go to uh, a high school reunion. But we've yeah. just done a high school reunion themed wedding. Yeah. yeah. Russ, yeah. Okay. So so we'll we'll, yeah. we'll kind of bookend them. Um, then probably. Okay. So yeah. Ever After is all about uh, Cinderella, basically. Mm. So he ends up listening to uh, an old lady talking about her um, her ancestors. Because that is basically whatever after is, and it cuts. Isn't to that the start of Titanic? <laughs> yeah, but Drew Barrymore. It's been eighty-four in... years. I mean, we've got to get Drew Barrymore because she's in I, so many. She's people. already been in it, has she? She's the wedding singer. She should have been in it somewhere oh, yeah. there. I'm she, sure. she, yeah, she would have been at the wedding. And we've got never been singer. kissed as well. We've got loads of yeah, Drew yeah. Barrymore stuff to work with. All right, too much Drew Barrymore. No, so, no, 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 no. That, 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 that's he's fine, going but, yeah. to the second wedding. Yeah, I feel we're getting wildly off track. So, he's, here. He, so he goes to the second wedding then. Yeah. So he's he's chosen the second wedding invitation to go to. So he's, he's, again, as far as he doesn't really remember the day before, I don't think. Mm. Maybe sort of faint, like he thinks it's a dream or something. He doesn't realise he's in a time loop yet. Okay. That'll be tomorrow. I don't think I'm good. And now he... Duncan, we can see you. He, um, Sorry. Goes to the spent. second wedding. <laughs> so, whose wedding has he gone to on day number two? Blind guy from sneakers. Blind guy from sneakers <laughs> yes. is getting married just... to... <laughs> um, the guy from Independence Day. <laughs> Yeah. No. Oh my god! Yeah. 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 So, blind guy from sneakers, <laughs> as far as where is not gay, is getting married to the gravelly voiced guy from Independence Day. There you go. No, it yeah, writes it's, itself, yeah. Russ. It could be, yeah. But who's he getting married to? Because I mean, I'm not. We're not having the blind guy from sneakers in it. I was just joking. <laughs> like, okay. Um... Oh, 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 oh! Nineties rom com. Mm-hmm chasing amy and we know mm. that holden mcneil no no it's banky isn't it banky mm. banky edwards yeah. uh is is gay so it's them getting married it's it's not the blind guy banky. from sneakers i think chasing no, amy's, no. yeah i think chasing amy's got to be in it Definitely. maybe it could maybe it could be the wedding of um because we know actually from the end of jane silent bob strike back that um ah, what's their comic book writer mate's name I know you mean. Yeah, mm. uh, and and we know that him and Banky are a couple by the end of yeah. that. 
of the end of that film. So it could be their wedding. Maybe. Or, um, I don't know. Maybe we have the runaway bride who runs off to be with um, uh, Joey What's-Her-Face from Chasing Amy. Mm-hmm. Who does she play? It's um, well, Alyssa. The main character, Alyssa yeah. Jones. Yeah, the Is main it character. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I like that. I think the runaway bride's got to be in there considering that there's so many weddings. So who's the runaway bride? Is Alyssa Jones? No, the, the runaway bride's Julia Roberts. It's Julia Roberts. It's another Julia so, Roberts. So, so Julia Roberts is running away from the wedding. Well, hmm. so, so we can. So she's the runaway bride. She, she's going to run away at this wedding. Yes, but not yet. Okay, okay. so it's Alyssa Jones getting married to the. So it's Alyssa Jones getting married to the runaway bride. And the Runaway Bride runs away. Or is it literally just the wedding from Runaway Bride? I was just thinking the wedding from Runaway Bride. and like, like Richard Gere, isn't it? Yeah, that, that's who she runs towards, isn't it? Because Richard Gere's writing an article about her or something, isn't it? Yeah, she's not getting married to I'm sure him. it was something about a gerbil, wasn't it? No. <laughs> that's, uh... Yeah, he's writing it up because she's yeah. like run away, run away from, from like loads of weddings, weddings yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, that's that's... That's nonsense. See, as I explained the plot of our film, I think it's Bobbins. But then Runaway Bride wasn't any better, was it? No. No. But we're um, about to make it better. We are. Mm. So the one the one the, 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 the runaway bride, the runaway bride wedding is happening. Mm. And I think at this point, this is where Philip T. Weatherman starts going into a sort of deep, downward, depressive This is this is his low his low point. Oh, so maybe is, he gets is... you know, and then he sort of so he's going to have a little, a little uh, kind of chat from Billy Idol at every wedding, obviously. I think it's I think on be, this I one think... he gets he gets very drunk in the evening, and it's sort of funny, but then sort of horrible. I think this. I think that has to happen after the third one. I think no, because the I... third one is going to be his redemption. That's when he's going to get she's all vatted to get him and then ready. He finds so he finds her at the fourth one, and then. Okay, all right, fine, all right. I think we're. I think maybe he gets he gets like a, he might get like a clue at the third one, even though there's only four. And... Would it be a clue on a note? Could be. Well, we'll have to get there and see what happens. So this he's a, maybe he causes the runaway bride to run away. To, oh, to like Richard that. Gere. Yeah, he yes. causes he causes yes, yes, a yes, scene yes. at the wedding. Mm. Yeah, you know, he gets really drunk. Um, you know, throws up on the top table or something awful like that, and makes <laughs> the runaway bride run away. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Yes. Yeah, I love the idea of him puking on the top table. Or like, That's really good. Or like there's a bit where like he's got to hide from, from someone that he's, he knows from the wedding. And then he so he hides in a room and he turns around and there's Julia Roberts from The Runaway Bride. And then there's a quick joke about, hey, you look really familiar. And um, but But then like he starts talking to her and that she's having second thoughts about this, about this other guy who's writing an article about how many people she's run away from at weddings and um yeah and philip t weatherman yeah. can do a big sort of speech about how it's important to find the person that you think is the the one mm. and that's what he's trying to do yeah and it's not working out for him no and she listens to him and she runs away to richard gear yeah even though he was quite visibly a lot older than her in that movie and then um as as like he's driving away as Richard Gere's driving her away in a car or like getting a taxi or something like that that Philip T. Weatherman looks in the front of the taxi and the taxi driver's Billy Idol yes 
Why is Philip T. Weatherman in the taxi no, with he, Richard he just, Gere and Julia Roberts? No, he just sees them run away. Right, okay, yeah. 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 So he, he hails the taxi for them or something yeah, like something that. something like that, yeah. So, okay, so the bride runs, runs away, yeah. and he he obviously dashes afterwards thinking, you know, everything's shit, but, you know, I'll just go with her to see how this kind of pans out kind of yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. They, she gets into the cab, and he stumbles drunkenly into the cab as well. Yeah. And, okay, so then it's Billy Idol. He turns around. And so, okay, so right, he's at the bottom of his – he's at the absolute nadir of this film right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So now it's got – what's, what's the stirring speech going to be? Has it got to be that whole kind of – You've, you've come this far, you know. You're, yeah, it's, it's like a know. never giving up type type thing. Yeah, we nearly died from global warming recently. You gotta, you gotta think about never like, turn your back on love. If the whole, if, yeah, if the whole thing, if yeah. the whole global warming's episode has shown us something, yeah. it's that life is too short. You never know when global warmings are going to get spilled onto the floor and yeah. and really mess things up. You because know, when of, when the reds kind of take over yeah take over the asteroid yeah. and crash it into that bit of global warming's over there yeah you know so you've got to you've got to hold on yeah got, so he's kind you, of you've got to he's kind of slumped on the floor in your heart leaning against the taxi maybe and you hear like the door open and close mm. footsteps come round, the hand comes down and then we pan up and it's billy fucking idle that's when he drops the oh it is a nice day for a white wedding yeah and then and it, this yeah. this is when and philip t weatherman is like Hold on, yeah. And he realizes that he wasn't, you know, he wasn't sort of just dreaming or sort of having weird deja vu. He has done this day before, yeah. And Billy Idol gives him the the so big then, speech. Late night coffee with the same or different John Cusack, depending on what film you want to judge. It's, it's got to be Martin Blank at the at the bottom. It's got to yeah. be Martin Blank. You reckon? It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be because because so, so, Martin's blank goes through the up and the down classic rom com. So thing. at the, at the yeah. start, then it's uh, John Cusack from High Fidelity, <laughs> yeah, and then definitely. at the end, it's John Cusack from Gross Point Blank. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I like that. Yeah. And like he he he's his like confident because I think John Cusack and Bill Murray would work quite well together in that kind of role. They would. Yeah. They sort of pseudo intellectual kind of comedy babble. Yeah. Just, you know, just like mm-hmm. backwards and forwards. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. It's just it's very dry. Coffee. Oh, yeah, it would be, yeah, if it's perfect, yeah. It's like the ultimate foil for him. And then maybe um, uh, Jack Black from High Fidelity comes in at some point and sits down with him, and, I don't know. <laughs> with just a top cause... five tape. Yes. Well, because, of course, because of course it's the 90s, so Katrina yeah. and the Waves is going to be being played ironically somewhere, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe just really small amount ironic, of focus in the so... background. Jack Black is just yeah. dancing his face off yeah. to Katrina and the Waves. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so While then, they're having this really heartfelt conversation. There's got to be like a reverse moment with... Um, Bill Murray, Rip Philipsy Weatherman, talking John Cusack from High Fidelity through through his problems as well. Mm-hmm. And he and maybe if uh, John Cusack goes, look, I've revisited all my major relationships, and I, I've got to tell you, like, it's not worth it. Just you do you. If you find someone that you genuinely care about, you hold on to them. That kind of thing. At some point, I love the idea that this is happening in alternate realities. You know, it's well, like we it's can a, let we can let like Reddit discuss that. Is it alternate realities? Is it a time loop? Yeah, no. absolutely. Can you imagine like if this if this eventually gets one of those everything wrong with Redly Deadly Deeply? <laughs> Every day can you imagine watch, the sins counter is going to number be one. Like, the fact that it happened. <laughs> yeah, it's well, awesome. so, so Billy Idol gives him the like, could be you know something like you know he could say something like there are some things in this universe that are more powerful than time and space itself. And he sends it back for a third night every, in the B&B. Every, 
every morning when his alarm goes off, it's the next bit of, it's been one day since you're looking at me. <laughs> yes. So it's the next bit. <laughs> yes, every day, ridiculous. it just moves on in the song. <laughs> so he wakes up on the third day. And I yeah. think, so this morning, he sort of wakes up and he kind of, no, he I'm doesn't not doing look. it. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't dare to look. But there's like a sort of faint glimmer of hope and he sort of slowly turns around and the note is there on the bedside table. And this time he knows that he destroyed it before. And he now knows that he's getting some sort of second shot at things. But I think I think today's the day when he goes, No, I'm not there's no such thing as fate. I'm not I'm not taking part in this. What I'm gonna do is yeah. I'm gonna do something completely different today that doesn't involve this. But what is does this he do? the day he rumbles um Sandra Bullock in uh, whilst you were sleeping. <laughs> oh, like um, maybe he like rumbles. Well, what, what because, do you mean he rumbles her? <laughs> well, because okay, so in whilst you were sleeping, whilst um, you were sleeping as well. By the way, uh, whatever, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> while you were sleeping, whilst thou was sleeping, <laughs> whilst thou was sleeping, <laughs> I tell thee, you shall love me. Um, while you were sleep, whilst you were sleeping, I yeah. don't know where. Where do I come from? Who knows? No one knows. Um, Maybe he decides to go visit a friend. Turns out she's at mm-hmm. hospital waiting for this this guy to wake up out of a coma. That she, yeah, she but saved. in this, uh, the patient thinks Sandra Bullock is... Actually, it's Bill Pullman. Mm. Um, thinks that Sandra Bullock is his fiance, but in While You Were Sleeping, uh, Bill Pullman's brother thinks there's something dodgy. And does she get rumbled or not? I was, I was more and thinking actually, that maybe, maybe Bill Murray turns to the hospital and goes, I, "I came as quickly as I could. I didn't know you were in a relationship." And then she explains the whole thing, and then Bill Pullman's character walks in, and then, and maybe Bill Murray goes, "He seems like a nice guy." And then, like from there, like Sandra Bullock kind of just like starts to think about things about how and, she's and falling in love with the And he creates the relationship, and it's beautiful. Yeah, he seems nice, and he's awake. Yeah. So. Oh. Create many things for Sandra Bullock, but anyway. So you know, no, that's one a tick plus in the box, one. Isn't it? When two become one, <laughs> and that's it. And that's the song that sings them out, isn't it? When two yep. become one, that's it. And then the Spice Girls are like nurses on the ward, just for a cat. Um, we we need to get at some, some point. We, we also need in some more nineties sitcom, sitcom, rom com, hmm. like people. So okay, so having... I want Doc Hollywood. <clears throat> Doc, Doc Hollywood? Hollywood's got to be. Yeah, Doc Hollywood's got to be. In yeah. it. Michael, Michael J. Fox from Doc Hollywood. Oh, okay. From Doc I, Hollywood. I thought you were thinking Doc of... Hollywood isn't his name. Yeah. Or what's his name? Doc, Doctor Hollywood. Doctor Hollywood. Doctor Tim T. Doctor John T. Hollywood. We've got to get. Um, so Mark Ruffalo needs to come in there at some point. We also need to get some of the teenagers in there as well. The mm. Ruffalo. Uh, so we've got Garofalo. to have Garofalo. We've got to have... Well, we've had uh, Fred C. Prince Jr. yet. Not yet, Freddie no. Prince Jr. is going to She's All That, Philip T. Weatherman. Yes. I don't know how many times I need to say that. <laughs> so somehow we need to fit She's All That, 10 Things I Hate <laughs> About You, and Clueless into this as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've got to have Cher and... Is it Dion? I think Dion mm. are the two friends from Clueless. And they've got, they've got to be able to have some kind of uh, as-if moment as well. Hang on. They're, there is another that. one. Maybe uh, one of them sees... drive me drive me crazy. I don't know anything about that film. It's Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. 
Oh, Melissa Joan Hart. Like, yeah, but she's also Melissa. No, it's not Melissa Joan Hart. It's the one who plays uh, Alex Mack in um, Ten Things I Hate About You, isn't it? Yeah, Melissa Melissa Joan Hart is um, Sabrina the Teenage Sabrina, Witch. Or, she? Uh, yeah. Clarissa explains it all. Yeah, yes. she's like fucking thirty in that, by the way. So like, I know. Yeah, it's, um, is she? Does she? Did she get a cameo in the new Adventures of Sabrina? I don't know. No idea. Probably not because it's edgy and it takes itself seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite like it when you do that. <laughs> um, so we need this is erotic poetry reading voice when he does his recitals Ali at the cafe. Um, do you remember? Do you remember Tim Key and Charlie Brooker with the Notebook? It's just, <laughs> I just imagine Dan sort of like <laughs> chilling and erotic. It's just and oh, that, was, that was chilling, wasn't it? <laughs> Plonker pinged out <laughs> yeah that's it you've got to do it you've got to one day just suddenly like <laughs> and <laughs> you know <laughs> and Rod don't, I don't dog. think the world is ready for Dan's erotic poetry sorry Dan sorry Dan sensual poetry I know you get <laughs> upset if people yeah. call it erotic no just, I like porn and stories personally to. there we go <laughs> um right so where were we so i'm just saying that there's this whole teenage side of uh romantic comedies we've got to fit mm-hmm. in there somehow and I, I i'm thinking maybe one of them might be his daughter philip t weatherman's yeah which would be melissa joan hart why melissa joan hart why are you obsessed with this film i've never even seen this film i'm just picking 90s teenage we've got like loads of re- like, like clueless we've got um so Alicia silverstone is a key yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this i mean that's that's why i think it's got to be shared maybe it's Cher and josh or, or no I, I know you see i'm thinking it's the uh what's her face from she's all that who gets she's all that it laney what from yeah. she's laney. all that laney boggs yeah, the Lady only Pos- name I'll remember from tonight. By the way, just want to stress that. <laughs> we, I mean, are we sure it's Laney Box? <laughs> that, I'm, I feel we've all done this, but I'm also going to have to independently verify because that yeah. just doesn't sound right. I mean, what? the amount of times we've taken the Laney Box, it is right. It I, I, I 100% believe you, but I also That's won't believe you until, until I've you looked up IMDb. And I believe that. And um, <laughs> I've just received a message, and no, we there it does not. We do not need more yaya ding dong because that is not from the nineties. It what? is indeed Laney Boggs. I mean, you know, I knew you're right. It just it seems they they really they're like no no no. We need to we need to give her a horrible name as well. Yes, like she needs an ugly name because otherwise people just won't believe it. Yeah. I think Lainey's quite a nice. No, Lainey's you know, a the, nice name. Lainey's a nice name. The, um, the, the lead <laughs> singer of um, the lead singer. We're going to call um, you Plural Toilet. The lead, <laughs> the lead singer of Aqua was called Lainey, wasn't she? Lainey is not so far here. off track now. <laughs> no, but I mean, Aqua could definitely be the band at one of these weddings. We oh, do if only I could turn uh, back to uh, six pence. Yes, we need six pence, none the richer. Because we do need Kiss me. <laughs> and we also need deep blue something with the Breakfast at Tiffany. Yeah. Okay. Because the way you said that, it really sounded like you couldn't remember what the last word oh. is in that and... band's name. It's like they're deep blue um <laughs> oh, Well sorry, yeah. And also we need um, we need vertical horizon because they're the ones you know that she's everything you want. She's and we also yeah. need the card. The soundtrack for this is gonna be absolutely epic. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking amazing. <laughs> the soundtrack. I'm, 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 
pretty Might sure if I asked my wife, she would put together this soundtrack in about two minutes. Didn't Aqua do? Yeah, no, Aqua also did the. They did the sliding doors. Yeah, turn, turn back, back time. time. Yeah. See what they did there. I would stay for the night. Although slide, I mean, sliding doors isn't. It's not a turn back time situation, is it? It's a parallel parallel no, reality but situation. This is. A turn back time situation. And we will have sliding Sliding doors. doors So we have have that song, thank you. Mm. Yeah. And there will be sliding doors and we'll have the parallel because why not? Well, I I think the why not is because it would make it needlessly complicated and we'd run out of people to win it. (laughs) No, we won't. There are so many people. We're on day three. We've got loads of Meg Ryans. We've got loads of Tom Hanks's, loads of Hugh Grant's. We've got loads of Andy McDowell's and we've mentioned a film that she's actually in. Twice the, now, the wedding guests films. are ninety percent Tom Hanks's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with the odd um, Hugh Grant chucked mm. in there as well, and a and a Colin Firth or two. So we're on day three, where he decides not to go to his wedding. Maybe he go visit his. Maybe he goes to visit his daughter. Then, yes. it's Mark Gruff, um, Mark Gruffalo, Mark Gruffalo, <laughs> in, as a wedding guest. Sure. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, yeah, got, we, he was all over the nineties. Yeah. Could yeah. be Garofalo. So, oh, also, um, oh, the wedding crashes as well. That was nineties, wasn't it? No, it wasn't nineties. No, nah, was uh, Stupid. Uh, Heath Ledger should be one of their friends. Oh my god! So definitely. So maybe maybe he turns up at his daughter's school. No. And like Heath Ledger's just there, and like yes, he's he's like a good-looking man, isn't he? Mm. Heath not, Ledger. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. But I'm also saying Jerry Maguire. I had an idea for Jerry Maguire. Oh, I thought you meant Tom Cruise should be one of the teenage friends. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, oh, no, God, no, no. 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 Oh, my no. God, no. So, he's old. He's Chris so Central. old. So here's... Here, so it just gets a bit day, uncomfortable about Casey Holmes. Do, he decides to do some admin, mm-hmm. and uh, he calls his agent, who is Jerry Maguire. Who's his agent? Yeah, Jerry Maguire. Nice, like and Jerry Maguire, agent and Jerry slash also weatherman. But this is post-Jerry Maguire, Jerry Maguire, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So he is at home... Uh, living the family life, really happy, yeah. and like, repping, repping weather forecasters. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. he's moved on. He's branched out, and um, he um, is—he's like telling him, "Look, you just—if if you find the one, you've just got to go for it." And like he's—he's he's just like on the phone. Look, he's got kids running around his feet. His wife comes over, kisses him at one point as well, and it's like just like this idyllic, like stereotypical '90s lifestyle. And like, mm-hmm. and and like, this is Jerry Maguire saying this. Who used to be like a cutthroat agent, and uh, and Bill Philip T. Weatherman's just phoning to say, look, I need more money on the next role or something like that, or next next weather thing. I have the to next do. weather that I do. Yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. Well, so I this do. this is World part of him, weather. his redemption so, arc, and he realizes what he you know what really matters in life. Yes, and it's definitely. not it's not it's not being shown the money, is it? No. It's no, it's show me the love. Yeah. Show 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 me the love. Show me the love. <laughs> yes. You you had me at love. <laughs> yeah. You had me at show. <laughs> yeah. Like it may, maybe even he he mentions that he's like come on we've just come out of a world wide catastrophe where global warming nearly killed Oh yeah, I forgot. Earth. For some reason, I forgot that that was the whole setup to this. <laughs> so, so on this, on this third Tom. day, he has, he basically has a bunch of sort of redemptive conversations with people. Mm. So he talks to his daughter, and he sees like new young love blossoming at their school. He sees Heath Ledger do his song around the baseball pitch. Okay, so his daughter should be like Julia Stiles then from Ten Things I Hate About You. 
It could be Alicia Silverstone. That could be Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, maybe he has to convince his daughter that there are more important things than like material objects mm-hmm. as well, uh, which she like learned from him. Hmm? Yeah, and that's what sets yeah. her on the path to eventually embracing the love of her stepbrother. And then he also sort of, he has this lovely <laughs> time with Jerry Maguire. Yeah. That shows him the importance of sort of family life and, and moving past. I mean, day three is money. really a box ticker, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but he has to go to a wedding on day three. So he might know no, 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 that no. this I, is not, I think he does. Well, he just, in the end, decides to just turn up at a wedding. I think, I think he, he has to, it's part of him like accepting the the, the sort of, the, the fate is playing a hand in things. So he has to go to a wedding but I think maybe he knows that it's not the right, it's not the one that the hooker is going to be at. Or maybe, maybe he decides not to go to a wedding and just completely randomly ends up at a funeral. Mm. So we're in a sort of three weddings and a funeral situation. Well, it's going to be four weddings and a funeral, isn't it? Currently we're on two weddings and a funeral, but it will be Could eventually... Could that be the point where the, he misses the train and if he misses the train, he ends up at the funeral and yeah. if he makes mm-hmm. the train, he goes to the wedding. Yeah, misses the train. So it's, basically, it's basically sounding like um, it's sounding like a life insurance advert at the moment. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 so if he misses the train, he, he ends up. At he get, if he misses like, the train, he, he looks gets one a way. There's a funeral, yeah. and he looks the other way, and there's a pregnant woman being rushed into A and E, and they all exchange meaningful glances. Yeah. And he gets. And if it's a funeral, he gets a free Parker Ben for it. Quite. Okay. Yeah. Um, and a carriage uh, on the mantelpiece. And um, but but the symbolic bit, of course, is obviously all the other days he's been mm. running around, like you said, in joggers yeah. and all that sort of yeah. stuff. The symbolic moment is after the funeral, which of course tops off the sort of nadir of the mm. film. Next morning, when he wakes up with the note next to him, yeah, the suit comes on. Guys, Ty, guys, Ty goes well, he's, up. and he's straight on the phone to Freddie Prince Jr. Can I can yeah. I can I make a suggestion as to whose funeral it is? Who's Billy Idols? <gasps> but heavens no, <laughs> no. Yeah. he still gets a pep talk from billy idol yes so billy idol becomes what? like this jedi ghost type yeah yeah he gets force ghost visited <laughs> by billy idol this is fucking amazing this is gold right so but then the the suit this being set in november because then you know it could be raining at the funeral that famous Billy Idol song, November Rain, yeah. <laughs> no, but then you have Guns N' Roses in there somewhere, just for, you know, hell of it. Okay, so the next, November, the next that, morning... That, that was 90s, wasn't it? November the next rain. morning yeah. he wakes up and maybe Billy Idol's wearing like a particular... Something that, that sets his suit aside from everyone else's suit, like uh, the lapels or something, like a different colour or something like that. Something like mental, mental, it's a studded yeah. so, so he, he wakes. So when he wakes up the next morning, he's he looks, he opens like to, to go get his usual clothes and in there is Billy Idol's suit. With studded yes. lapels. Yes. Yeah, with studded so he, lapels, yeah. He puts the suit on in yeah. his... In his in his B&B, yeah. he looks in the mirror and like, the suit's amazing, but he's yeah. like, like, his hair's a mess, whatever. He's yeah. like, no, this won't do. Pulls out his flip phone, his Motorola flip phone, <laughs> yep. and calls up Freddie Prince one, Jr. Who is one of his daughter's friends. Yes. yes. Who but he very struck stylish. a chord with the day before. Mm. So Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. and his team of like teenage stylists turn up and there is a She's All Vatting montage mm. of Philip T. Weatherman Soundtracked by what song? 
gonna need a montage. No, it's, it's, that, that's got that's got to be um, that's got to be um, uh, she's everything. She's everything you want. I think because yes. it's the it's the motivational. Mm. You know um, what are they called? Um, remember what they're called oh, no, come on. I thought the cardigans oh. would be quite good for that dun, 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 dun. Oh, you're thinking of the totally different cardigans song <laughs> yes it's um what about um what about um david gray this year's love that's got to be in this as well uh, yeah that's quite good what yeah. about babylon it's not Mam- babylon ding <laughs> I don't know, that's one of the okay. first riffs I learned. So well, actually, we, we're going to need two songs. We need the song for the montage, and yep. we need the song for him walking down the stairs in slow motion. That's this year's love by yes, David. Brown. That's that's the yeah. reveal. Yeah, of him all groomed and looking yeah. wonderful in Billy Idol's amazingly lapelled suit. Yeah, and the other one is "Say La Vie" by Bewitched. No, I'm joking, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know me, Dad? I'm pretty sure that's actually one of the one of the lyrics, isn't it? No, it's fight like me, Dad. <laughs> Daniel, you just corrected somebody about the rich lyric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so who's what, really what's, the winner here? Walks into that one. <laughs> right. So big fan. Big this fan time he picks up the wedding invitation and he knows that this is the correct wedding. Yes. And he goes outside and he just stops. And the guy from the wedding invitation printing shot just shoots past mm. and he sort of nods. So and now he knows he's going to the right place. No, but shocker, he doesn't go to the right place, end up going to the right place. Because this is only the third wedding. No, this is the fourth. No, this it? is the third wedding. We've this had, is the fourth day. We had two weddings and we had a funeral. We're an hour into this already. Yeah, we had two weddings and a funeral. So we need two more weddings. So he goes to this wedding for sure, knowing that this is the right one. Um, and it turns out it's not a wedding at all. It's a high school reunion. Themed like a wedding. Themed like a wedding. And there's a guy that looks like Billy Idol, but it's I not feel him. This is very much the act of the film that is going to get cut out because all the executives are going to go you don't need four fucking weddings what are you doing i'm not being funny but wet 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 got to number one for five years on the base of a film called four fucking weddings and a funeral yeah, so you they didn't do have a whole weddings. bunch of time traveling billy idol set up to go into well, as well they were straight maybe into it would have been a better one. film if that had happened there was a time traveling billy idol yeah, definitely not to mention all the john cusacks that we've got hanging around at bars <laughs> actually in four weddings if you just took out andy mcdowell and replaced her with Billy Idol, that would be a better movie. Oh, Literally, don't change anything else. Costumes, dialogue, change nothing. Not even it's Billy Idol. Mm. We do have Not to have even... a moment where he wakes up, just going fuck, fuck, fuck. That, um, that, uh, I think the um, I think the sex scene oh, in shit, Four Weddings and Funeral yeah. might be a bit. Um, shit, 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 shit. Yeah, what, a bit, I'm a bit with better? you now, Duncan. Yeah, no, no, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like a like a Hugh Grant, like yeah, yeah. Well, we have oh, a, a, a big Grant. sweary rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, shit, it, shit. What is it? He says, um, <laughs> Paul Edge has just pointed out that there is literally a bewitched song called Blame It on the Weatherman. He's <laughs> <laughs> a very, Paul it's a Edge, very good your, uh, your, your bewitched knowledge, mate. <laughs> no, he's got he's greater than Dan. We had a five minute conversation about Bewitched and we didn't even mention that. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah, there's a bit where he thinks it's Billy Idol. Mm. 
mm-hmm. then he goes, oh, Billy, Billy, thanks. And it turns around, it's, it's not Billy Idol, it's someone else. It's just a, Andy McDowell. Yeah. It's just a guy Andy with... Andy McDowell, yeah. Yeah, it's Andy McDowell. <laughs> They're very interchangeable. Yeah. It's just, a, it's just Andy McDowell with, what, peroxide blonde hair? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just a strange hat. Oh, I know. Who, who should it be like a... Like, I, I've got it. I've got it. He presents, presents oh, what's his name? Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, So who else hair. is at this utterly unnecessary high school reunion that's themed no, up no, wedding? No, no, no. <laughs> and also, uh, why has he ended up there? And what what is that adding well, to Well, Romy arc? and Michelle are there for starters. Okay, it's definitely getting cut out of the final movie. I, we've got to have the four weddings. I think you're. you're I think you're hooked up on this. No. Yeah. Um, okay, so who else is there? So obviously, all the John Cusacks are there. All the John Cusacks are there, mm-hmm. along with um, Jack Black and is the one called Dick, isn't he from um, High Fidelity? Is, who I remember is played by a guy I believe called Todd Loiseau. Fucking hell! Not wow. on. <laughs> amazing name. Tom, knows what yeah. Tom hasn't got his glasses on, so you cannot see what he's looking at on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I think he can't even see what so he's all, looking at on screen. All the teenagers there, they've they've snuck in. So all the Jane Silent all the, Bob are um, there the as well. Stileses and that lot are there, and the Alicia Silverstones. Yep. Jane Silent Bob and everyone from Chasing Amy there as well. Mm-hmm. Nice like Definitely. that. Like that. Um, have we got people like like people like Sarah Michelle Gellar and Jennifer Love Hewitt? They should be knocking about somewhere, shouldn't Probably they? Probably they'll be there as well. Ali yeah. Larter, because you know she was Dawson's Creek and then was doing stuff. Uh, she was also You're in just film. reading IMDb, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm not. I have because, as you know, in 1991, <laughs> did you know that uh, her favourite colour is is topaz? She has a dog uh, called Clarence. <laughs> she was in Legally Blonde. So you I are just reading. <laughs> no, but she was in uh, Lee, Dawson's Lee Creek. Was not nineties, mm. so is inadmissible. Um, so she was in Drive Me Crazy mm-hmm. and this... Final Destination. I mean, you can read out any number of things from that page if you like. <laughs> so, um, Final Destination also very much not a rom com. Wasn't including it for a rom com. He, he <laughs> gets he gets that. talking to Jay and Silent Bob, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's talking about that this. There's this. Fuck. There's this. Sorry. <laughs> he gets, there's he, there's this um there's this lady that he's fallen in love with turns out she's also a prostitute and like that's when like silent bob pipes up knowing like this is silent bob's like big speech in this film he knows that who it is and he knows what wedding it's at so then and of course he has to finish it off by saying otherwise you're going to spend the rest of your life chasing amy yes so to speak <laughs> Yes, there you go. So then, oh yeah, uh, look at that. Ooh, the, boo, 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 boo. <laughs> the next, <laughs> the next morning, um, he wakes up. He knows what he's got to do. He gets the train. He goes to the right wedding. The wedding is between obviously Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Obviously, because nice. we haven't mentioned them yet. Yes, it's a double nice. wedding with here uh, Andy McDowell, officiated by Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, is, yep. Yes. yes. Is this this is Sleepless in Seattle? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, and I think um, also because we haven't. Um, oh, it's apparently the bewitched line is some people say I look like my dad. Apparently, I got it wrong. Ah. Oh. Um, oh. Thanks, oh, Paul. does that does that sting a bit? You've been taken down a bewitched peg or two. Was that Paul again? No. Uh, it's, your um, mad uh, bewitched swag has been uh, has oh. been knocked. Don't worry, Dan. You can double down it up tomorrow and and just make yourself feel better. Well, I'm still the leading um, font of knowledge of the Venga Boys, so that's the important thing for me. So that's good. <laughs> um, 
I'd also like to point out that in an earlier podcast, I was the uh, one who shared the revelation that Usher changes his underwear daily, basically gets rid of it. There's, there was um, someone talking about they did that with socks. This is just it's off well, the rails. Take, take them off and burn them. Yeah. Okay, so it's, he turns It's like up, the most pathetic rich person's extravagance ever. He, so he, Especially if they buy like discount bulk stocks. <laughs> And get them sort of delivered in a container. Who who has been? I'm, I'm trying to desperately get this back on track. Who you, you're the one that's in, injected an entirely unnecessary <laughs> high school reunion subplot to this. <laughs> who is someone that's generally been a bad guy in these films? Mm, um, who, yeah, who plays like the shit boyfriend? Yes, the one that, the one that is guaranteed to the, cheat. The bad guy who will yeah. definitely cheat on someone. Hmm. I'm thinking like a Peter Gallagher type. Just but... quickly scroll down here. Yeah. Yeah, just have a look. Oh, who, Hugh Grant. Who was the bad boyfriend? Who was the bad boyfriend in Sliding Doors? Who was he? Who, who played oh, him? Oh, what's his, what's his name? John Hanna. No, he was a nice guy. In was he? Like, I thought he was the bad guy. Yeah, he was like the. Wasn't he the sort of chirpy mate? Because I'm getting him confused with John Hanna in Spartacus: Blood and Sand, where he's definitely not nice. No, guy. so John John Hanna was the good boyfriend. John Hanna oh, was okay. the one she eventually ended up with. It was. Uh, uh, I think it was John Lynch, wasn't it? John Lynch. Is he mm-hmm. the shit boyfriend? Yes, I think he was. Yeah, John Lynch. I'm just looking down. Yeah, it must be John Lynch. Um, bit bit creepy looking. Uh, Russ, the streams, yeah. streams ended. Ten asshole boyfriends in films. Let's have a look. I thought you were doing ten assholes. Mm, I think films. I think we're back. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I think that could have been? What? I think it could have been our incredibly inept production values. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, look there we are. That's better. Um, we're back. Uh, you join us now. I think I hit the button to put the, uh, to put the ending shot. thing up early. Uh, that'll a do polls. it. That'll do it. Okay, um, so we're back on. We're yeah. all here still. Don't worry. It's fine. Is that going? Yeah. Okay, so we're at the third thing. It's the high school reunion. We're basically getting in all the young characters that we can possibly get in. Done that already. Right. That was the day before, yeah. Okay, cool. So, so we're so, now. I'm just. I don't know how much we lost. So then we're at the fourth, the fourth, fourth the third wedding. wedding. Yeah. Fourth day, third wedding, and it's, um, it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan from season. Yeah. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, married. Mm. Billy Crystal's officiating. Billy Crystal. Yeah. I don't. We didn't lose anything. It's just I. I clicked the button to start the exit music playing and the thank you card came up but we were still there <laughs> oh were we oh yeah okay so they could still hear us oh that's cool i don't know nonsense. presumably i think so but we okay. didn't know it was happening we weren't we weren't slagging anyone off so that's what we do when we know we've ended it <laughs> here's a question <laughs> did we say we we're including ro- cruel intentions cruel intentions is not a rom-com no i don't think it is either it's, it it's not exactly end. a rom it no. doesn't end very funnily it's not it's, it's a drama it's a it's like a 
drama thriller. It's definitely it's a, not a rom com. It's a remake of Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah. Le oh, Liaisons Dangereuse. Or Les Liaisons Dangereuse. Le. 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 Okay. So, the guy from The Wedding Singer is Glenn, apparently. He was a dick. Glenn, yes. Glenn, oh, with his, um, with his DeLorean. Yeah. yeah. So, yes. So, um, Philip T. Weatherman turns up mm-hmm. at the, at the wedding. Weatherman, sorry. Mm-hmm. Turns up at the wedding. Uh, he's got Billy Idol's leather studded suit on. Mm-hmm. He's got looking flowers. Cool. Yeah, he's looking cool. Looking yeah. very cool. He's got flowers and yeah. he's at the right wedding and he goes up to um, Julia Roberts, prostitute Julia Roberts, and uh, he's about to hand her the flowers. She turns around and she's like, Philip. And then some guy comes and puts his arm around her. Philip. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, so then that goes on. Um, there's a bit where she has to convince Meg Ryan that she, he, he wants, she wants to marry Tom Hanks. Yeah. Uh, um, you really do. He's really nice. Remember what you told me He's in all those Hanks. emails? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Click. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so then they, they end up getting married probably. And um, the... the um, You're really reminding me of um, that episode of Always Sunny where they write the film. <laughs> and Dennis is like, and then the film goes on and on and on until it just sort of ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like my slash fiction was as well. Yeah. <laughs> Here's, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to have lots of penetrative sex and and here's the twist we're going to show it <laughs> all of it in graphic detail <laughs> that's, that's not a step that we're looking on taking on no, we're not, really we're not. Deadly, deeply. No. anyway so he's he's despondent um he's out there tom hanks comes up puts his arm around him just look it's it's it, it, these things just happen. She's been seeing this guy for a while now, and um, he, he he walks in and he sees Glenn, like mm-hmm. snogging. Like this is the plot of mm, Wedding Crashes, Wedding uh, Singer, isn't it? Pretty much, basically. Yeah, but like Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, snogging this other lady <laughs> who's works who's like bar staff or something. Yeah, and. Um, he goes up and punches Glenn, I reckon, in this. They have this big fight. And then... Um, they could have the... I um, know oh, that's the Bridget Jones's 2000s. Oh, 2000s, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Regardless, they have, a, they have a big fight. and but like, like, They're both yeah. really shit at fighting. Yes. And it mm. kind of spills out onto the, 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 the floor. And uh, she's there. And, like, he doesn't even mention the cheating. He just gets up and goes, look, we spent one night together, but it was the most magical night of my life. Uh, you are who I want to spend the rest of my life with. Um, and then that, that's when um, she, by Elvis, by, uh, not by Bacharach, the Elvis Costello version of she kind of kicks in uh, mm. in the background. And, like, mm. she realises that, that, that Glenn's a dick and she wants to be with Philip T. Weatherman. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah. force ghost yeah. of Billy Idol appears yeah. Yeah. and looks over at, and he's over the other side of the room, but 
you know, it's telepathy mm. sort of thing, and says to him, it's a nice day for the right wedding. <laughs> oh. no, but it's, it, it's, it, he's actually on the organ play, starting to play it. Yes. So, <laughs> like, We've only just I think I think there's a bit where where like I think they crash into the cake, the the <laughs> cake from the wedding. So the thing is a bit where Glenn, where Glenn. I think there's a bit where, I think there's a bit. Sorry. Hell, I think there's a bit where um, Glenn tries to get up and Billy Idol does some like magic, like force ghost thing that knocks oh. him over, yeah. and then um, the chandelier falls on his head or something and kills him. Oh, I, I, I was going to say that he could like end up with someone else. Who, Glenn? Yeah, or Billy Idol. Or, or no, but no, he's been decapitated. <laughs> you do know Rowan Atkinson makes like. Oh no, Rowan yeah. Atkinson's got to be one of the uh, uh, one of the people officiating one of the weddings, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah because he's definitely. in quite a few rom coms. Mm. Yeah, so I, I and think, also yeah. he's he's got to be he's got to be in it as a. Oh no, hang on, sorry, no, I, yeah, right, fine. No. Can't we just have Hugh Grant as the dick? No, because no, Hugh Grant always plays lovely people in these. wasn't yeah. a dick, was he? It wasn't until Bridget Jones's diary. But he knows mm. about prostitutes. Started playing, so. um, <laughs> but that's in real life. Hard-edged characters. Um, so I, I, I think there's... No, okay, so Glenn doesn't get decapitated. Like, <laughs> All right, we're going to retcon that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he meets someone equally as vapid as he is, and they're, they're perfectly happy together. Mm-hmm. Um, so then... Um, Julia Roberts from Pretty Woman goes back with Philip T. Weatherman. Um, they go back to the hotel room, and when they wake up the next morning, it's the next morning. No, what, so yeah. they wake up the next morning, yeah, and he turns over, and she's not there, yeah, and there's a note, yeah, and the note says, yeah, I've gone out to get breakfast. Oh. Yes. Or opens and she walks back in. And then that's when with, with an egg and McMuffin. <laughs> that's when Sonny and Cher's oh, double I've, sausage. <laughs> that's when Sonny and Cher's "I've Got You, Babe" kicks in, like to yeah. end the film. Oh, that's a good touch. I like that. Have we had Hugh Grant in this yet? Yeah, he's getting yeah, he's, married he's or been, something. He's been in a few places. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's being charmingly befuddled somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He's all uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Hugh Grant uh, uh, in the nineties. Do they meet on the train? In one of the early ones, he helps them get to the wedding where it's the double wedding, mm-hmm. and because Hugh Grant is going shit, was, was shit, shit. Wedding? I don't know. Yeah, Dan Probably. was talking about double webs. I was trying to fit everyone that we hadn't talked about in. Yeah, and so Hugh Grant is trying mm. to get there, so, and Philip T. Weatherman helps him get as there. As the, the camera moves away and they're walking down the street, you see them walk mm. past Gwyneth Paltrow and John Hanna. Oh, nice. But, but it's not short-haired Gwen, uh, Gwyn, if, yeah. sorry. It's long-haired so at the actual yeah, that yeah. we know is the real good ending not yeah. the one where obviously. and then yeah i've got you babe kind of kicks in and then yeah, yeah. and, and all go. the and then it starts splitting into four you know and like mm. splitting the screen showing all the couples from the film yeah like little wedding happy. snaps from yes them. oh yes. my god this is gold. i got you babe yeah. i got you babe this is fucking gold there you go brilliant that is better than some 90s rom-coms. It's better than yeah. any of those usual ensemble romantic comedy car films from like the 2000s. You and know, so like what? Valentine's Day and yeah, New yeah. Year's Evening. It's better than all of them. They are and 
turbo awful. And you know what? We're, we're not. We're not even. We're not even going to get Richard Curtis to come on and direct. We're just no. going to have him as like a subsidiary writer. Mm. Like don't, Richard. don't need him. Don't it? We've seen enough of your films, mate. No, we can do it. But we just want a few jokes. Just a few jokes. Nothing. Nothing mm. major. No. No. But plot like you know, rights. like just good ones, like you did in the nineties. Mm. Yeah, just a couple of them. All right, just a couple of them, Richard. Really, really good ones. Really refine those two jokes. Because we're not changing anything about oh, this film. I think the thing this has become apart, about Tom making a point. Apart from the act with As, the high school reunion in it that yeah, adds nothing that to the bit, plot. Apart just from that bit, seems like it's just there to shoehorn in yeah. a bunch of characters that we hadn't yeah. mentioned. You can do some writing for that bit because it's going to get cut, Richard. Okay, it's had his redemptive arc, and, and then there's half an hour of filler before he gets to the final thing. And it finishes with uh, a shot after it all pans out, and actually it comes out as a mosaic on the back of a really cool jacket that Billy Idol's wearing on a motorbike. He just turns around and says... In heaven. Yeah. Uh, and he just goes, love will always come around. Oh, no, I had it. Ah, oh, damn it. It was something to do with... Um, it was to do with... Uh, An Aerosmith song or just... No, 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 no. Oh, shit. I just thought of it. No, 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 no. It wasn't a song. I was just thinking about a good line of going... Uh, when it's true love, it will always come around for you. Oh, I don't know. It needs to be a cheesy line. I had it, He's... and then we were just. And then, then when um, there's like and he a rides post, off. There's a post-credit mm. sequence where he is literally on a cloud dancing by himself as well. <laughs> as, a, as a as a force ghost, though. Yeah. Still. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dancing with himself. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Surrounded dancing by with his own force ghost. <laughs> of course, no, but but maybe because because of the awful way he died. Glenn's force force ghost is there as well because obviously he just just decapitated by a chandelier. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad enough that he fell over. Literally, the chandelier had just in the background of the scene, you see his leg just twitching. Just like... <laughs> and it's it's actually Billy Idol's fault, really, because Billy Idol tripped him into the cake. Yeah, but it he turns out the... he only did it because he's Ooh. in love with Glenn. So they're they're in, now in heaven. Good things will always nice. come around. Very nice. <laughs> there we go. And then love this, true love will always come around in the end. Uh, sod it. Then <laughs> the second post-credit sequence will always come around in the end. Ah, sod it. Then the second <laughs> yeah. post-credit sequence is like the setup for Redly Deadly Deadly Three, the two thousands one. I'm so confused. Okay, yeah, fine. <laughs> How yeah. is this not Redly Deadly Three? No, because this is a spin-off, isn't it? <laughs> Why is it a spin after off? The, well, after the crown, isn't? Hang on, isn't it? I thought this was Could like it be a, Red, Redly Deadly Resurrection. This is Redly Deadly Four. I thought no, this is the fourth Redly Deadly we've done. We've done one. It goes two. We've done one, two, three, four. No, it goes two, one. Video games. Why is the video games one not Redly Deadly Three? Because in video games, you can't. That's not, you can't have a sequel there. Like we are losing people. I'm just like a rate of knots now. Let's let's just wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right, so do the thing. So there we go. That is um, that is Redly Deadly Deeply, the '90s rom-com ensemble cast, all pulled together, all nicely and tied in a bow. At some point, some people are going to put this all together and package it into a nice film, and Michael Bay will direct it. Um, anyway, if you want to hit us up on any of our social media feeds, let us know if you enjoyed the show, and if you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. I hope you. Enjoyed enjoyed the show um 
If you want to hit us up on any of our social media, media, media feeds, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under the same handle, at TNTOOH. Don't forget, we've got our sister pod, Theatrical Cut. They're on Facebook and Instagram under the handle, at Theatrical Cut Pod. And on that note, we're going to say goodbye to Russ. Ta-ra. Goodbye to Duncan. Nacht. Goodbye to Dan. Bye. It's goodbye from me, Tom. And on that note, we will cue the music. I'm going to actually do it properly this time. <laughs> <laughs>